ovation no he's trapped you can sit <laughs> talking about jimmy sitting in the corner yeah just you, looking you can be like the canned laughter in the podcast like you know how it's usually like dead people laughing from the 50s and 60s you can just be like ha 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 and then we'll put a chorus on you and we'll multiply your voice like 50 times and it'll just be you doing the same laugh that's definitely <laughs> that's, that's not sad at all that's <laughs> You uh, you entered our contest to see the podcast live. You were the our only sweepstakes. Our sweepstakes. You were the only person who entered the the sweepstakes. <laughs> Shut up. We, we know did we not didn't. pay you to be here. Welcome to the Killer Podcast from <laughs> Outer Space, um, with your host Aaron Mook. Hello, thank you. Kim Franklin. Yeah. Hey. And me, Richie. Um, we've been quiet for a little while. I'm sick. AF. Still drinking though, you know me. Still Hanging drinking in there. Drink away the sick. Grandpa's remedy. Yep. Six pack of hard seltzer, bag of pork rinds, right as rain. Mm-hmm. That's that keto diet, baby. It's Christmas, and this is our Christmas special. Welcome. Yay. We're gonna do a little in betweener um, while we continue to work on the new season. Life's been weird we've been like lately. some big old pieces of shit we haven't even been like updating the podcast stuff and yeah but there's a lot going on it's been busy it's alive it's still there it's bubbling under the surface we're getting there some changes happening uh but we're gonna keep recording and we're super excited about it and i don't know about you guys i genuinely love the holidays i love holiday oh. specials when it comes to like movies and tv um, so I was excited to do a holiday edition of the podcast. Oh yeah. I'm here for it. I I don't really like anything to do with Christmas aside from seeing all of my family and that stuff, but I don't That's like the part that people hate. I, I love Christmas. my family. I'm sorry. No, no, I just mean that. Sorry guys. That's... I guess I'm the weirdo. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. loving my family. No, sorry. no, that's not what I meant. I just, I don't like the music and I don't typically like the movies. I don't fucking know what I meant. Does I'm it have something to do with your dad getting stuck in the chimney? <laughs> no, I think rotting. you're getting me confused. You're getting me confused with our with one of our main the protagonist protagonists. of one of our films. Yes. Yeah. On this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Gremlins and Krampus, two of my favorite holiday films. Uh, that's so nerdy. It's like when people say, Die- dude, I don't care what you say. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we're going to talk about some of the movies that we saw this year, some horror movies, just kind of some year-end stuff, and the just movies that movies we watch that we for like, the podcast yeah, and stuff. So, movies that we saw, like, uh, we'll talk about it later, but I got a lot of things to say about Ace Ventura that I went back and watched, so we'll, Oh, yeah. We'll Not necessarily that. new movies. No. No, no, no. Yeah. no, no. I think just we're just going to have a new regular segment where you talk to all things Jim Carrey. That's fine. Was Seems it? pretty That's on brand. right. The mask. Sorry, the Academy Award nominated. The mask. Yeah, the critically the critically acclaimed the mask guys. Yes. That's our first callback joke. Nice. Oh, we only Jimmy, have like the, five episodes. The, the applause sign is lighting up, sir. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We'll be here for <laughs> an hour or so. Mm-hmm. This is the first episode that we're not doing a movie and its sequel in the same episode. But I think 
it's appropriate. Oh, wow. Um, We're not. Okay. That's true. And I think that there's like a lot that pulls these movies together. I think we should do Krampus first. Sure. Because more forgettable. There's, yeah, there's there's not that much to go over. It was fun, though. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I guess my first question is, what did you guys think of? Is it Krampus or Krampus? I was saying Krampus. I was I think they were saying Krampus, too. Okay, Krampus. I think so too. Krampus. 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 Barry Bismus, guys. The Prampus monster. Uh. Um. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you can make it, fella. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm alright. Push through. Come on. Uh, honey for the years. Um, all that not cocaine I did this weekend. <laughs> you just coming right out with that <laughs> no it's not All true right. though it was a joke he said not not Katie. sorry he said not i didn't yep, definitely I did didn't not, do that not not anyway what were you sorry i didn't mean to interrupt so you. i don't know what your expectations were but um if you pass me that whiskey <laughs> yeah that'll that's gonna you. knock it right that'll, out of me. yep all good again there we go um i don't know what your expectations were but what did you guys think of Krampus? I had no expectations whatsoever. Um, I kind of had a problem with it because it felt like a Christmas movie. And then it was trying to be a horror movie. And it kind of got there at the end. But it wasn't enough for me, okay. I guess. And it, it was it was just kept like bouncing back the whole time. And uh, I wanted it to choose what it wanted to do. I That's guess. fair. Um, to me, well, I, I want to know what Richie thinks too. I'm curious about. Well, I mean, I uh, I thought the intro was real fun, and the, that was um, good. I did like that. That the, was funny. You know, uh, Black Friday. Yes. Intro. Yeah, I think yeah. all the the acting's pretty solid in this movie, even from the little kid and like the grandma's cool. You're like, oh yeah, of very course cool. she's like yeah. very German. Um, and and then it kind of like goes from zero to the girl dying. The little girl, and you know they're stuck in the house, and um, the Krampus comes, and you're not really sure why, but it doesn't matter. And also, no, you know why? Why? Oh, well, you don't find out until later, though, right? Letter. Yeah. Yeah. He lost the. I spirit. guess I just assumed. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. well, yeah. Well, you don't find out until later that it was because he lost the Christmas spirit or whatever. Um, but there was um. I thought the acting was pretty solid, and it had some good laughs. Um, and I, th- I thought like the monster shit was really cool, especially during the end uh, with all like the um, kind of from where the wild things are looking yes. at stuff and the uh, elves. And yeah, the, the design. Kind of I thought the design was really good. The special effects were good. Um, it, it did kind of start to lose me after a little while. There was a I don't even know. It was like during some of the, you know, even more action filled parts is when it started to lose me a little bit. But I did. uh, (laughs) I think my favorite part is when there's the Joker snake monster in the attic and the guy's just like, you gotta be kidding me. (laughs) Yeah, Adam Scott. You gotta be kidding me. He had a a couple good like face facial reactions just to things that you had to just like pay attention to. And that that was where the comedy (laughs) came in. That was kind of the reoccurring. He's just like, Oh great. Yeah, there was somebody I think he was getting stabbed by like the toy transformer. Yeah. He's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the shit like that. I like that. That's funny. But um yeah, the character design, uh 
the uh, I'm gonna have to edit out all these mouth sounds and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll leave that in. There. Leave that in. Um, I'll leave that. That was a good <laughs> one. That and then my. P- <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I thought all the design was good. It just was like a little slow and um, nah. That's so subjective. I mean, some people probably might have thought they were on the edge of their seat. Yeah. I thought the Krampus design was really cool. Yes. I did uh, like I him. He was yeah. cool. Uh, the plot was just kind of, I don't want to say barely there, but it's just I think loosely with these, tied with a grandma. You're right. I think with these movies, I go in with a lower expectation for plot, especially if I know it's like a creature feature or it has like some practical effects coming because I think it's almost more like it's like a cheap show to come in and see like, look what we made, like, look what we came up with. And I'm okay with that for the most part, because there is, yeah, you're right. Like it's, it's pretty thin, uh, the strings holding this movie together, but that scene in the attic, seeing all of the, there's some parts where it's like, you can tell it's digital mm-hmm. effects and it's like, okay, but the up close shot of the Jack in the box snake, Oh yeah. yeah, I mean some of that gross was, as hell and yeah. awesome. That was design. one of the coolest parts. Yeah. Also, the angel when it's up close and in her face, it like flies off of the wall, mm-hmm. and its tongue is yeah. like, like Ear, just yeah. a stringy, like oh, long uh. tongue. Oh man, some of that stuff is it's just like fun to look at. It's just gross. You know, yeah. the only oh, the the other thing I like about Krampus, um, first off, it's the director of Trick or Treat, which we did not watch for the no, podcast. And have you seen that, Katie? Yes, I the do anthology. Like that one. Yep. Okay, um, definitely a similar vibe and one that we should definitely cover at some point. But he's also directing the upcoming Godzilla movie, which is kind of interesting. Mm. It's interesting to see what he does with creatures like on a small budget, smaller, I guess. So to see what he's going to do with this War of Monsters movie should be fun. But I think the cast of Krampus is awesome, and you have Tony Collette who was in oh, Hereditary. I love this her. Year. She's yeah. so good. Um, and look what she can do in. Like a comedy the movie. most depressing movie ever, like the most yeah. miserable horror film of all time. Hereditary yeah. versus this like really silly, you know, evil gingerbread man kind was of it, thing. Was she the mom in Sixth Sense too? Also, fact check. I think it's time. she was. Um, we can edit this She's out, or we can yeah, talk over it. it. But um, I also like Adam Scott. Seeing him in, he's usually in comedy stuff. Seeing him in like. Because this movie's not a serious movie, but there is, it's a yep. comedy horror. You know what I mean? To see him in a different, um, as well as Champ from Anchorman. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, find his name as well. So good. That, I was, uh, oh my God. Yep. She was in Sixth Sense. I forgot. Uh, Calling it out. Mother I was horror. like, oh my God, Randy Quaid's in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, it for, does have a Christmas vacation yeah, feel to the beginning exa- with the family coming in that's and, what I, and the know. one's really dysfunctional and kind yeah, of redneck, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's what that's the vibe I got off the bat, and I was like, yes, I was like, yeah, I'm here for that. I love that, and uh, yeah, some of his lines were some of the funniest when they're talking about just like yeah, that family. His son is like drinking Mountain Dew from like the two liter, yeah. and he's like, we're raising him to be the biggest uh, linebacker, and the yeah. That's that stuff's funny, and I do. I think that there's like callbacks to that's almost part of it. It's like not a very thick plot or anything. Thick. It's not a very thick plot or anything, but there it kind of runs along the edges of like Christmas tropes and other Christmas movies and things like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, overall, I like this movie a lot, but I it's not like a classic by any means, and it's I feel like I chose I I wanted to do this movie with Gremlins. 
because I do think there's a connection there, and I think you can see like the influence. Um, yeah, we can get into that. But Gremlins, I think, is more of the standard for me, and probably for a lot of people. And that's an old one that you guys hadn't seen, so I'm really curious to uh, to hear what you guys thought about Gremlins. Oh, wait, there's a plot hole in Krampus. The grandmother, if she had been visited by Krampus already, she would have already been stuck in one of his snow globes and therefore wouldn't have had a son and they wouldn't have gotten stuck in a snow globe. Because he, because she had the bell. Uh, You'll have to forgive me because I have seen this movie like three times and I watched it again, but I had to stop before the last 20 minutes because he, (laughs) because Krampus gives the boy the bell and the right. boy wakes up the next day in the snow globe. Mm-hmm. So he gave, and it, the little cartoon in the middle of it shows that Crop is giving the bell to the woman. Is it because, does he get, all right, there's an alternate ending on the DVD. No shit. Oh. Um, is it, did he, is there a possibility that he wasn't going to be stuck in the snow globe and that's because he mouthed off to... There was, for like a second, you thought, oh, he's going to spare him and maybe bring back the rest of his family, too. But then it didn't. That's not not what happened. They all ended up in the snow globe. I'm wondering if she didn't get stuck in a snow globe because she didn't, like, mouth off like the kid did. But. Well, that's that's a theory. I think. But he realized that he was in the snow globe when he received the bell on Christmas morning after waking up and thinking, oh, it was all a dream. And um, she had the same bell, the grandmother. Oh, okay. So it was like... I don't know. Yeah. an interesting theory. Yeah. Hey, you guys uh, running the uh, killer podcast <laughs> wiki. Uh, why don't you let us know your theories in the comments? Uh, smash that like. Hit subscribe, baby. Come on. Do it for me. Cloud, cloud. <laughs> also, there was, there was a previous promise to read our uh, reviews. That's going to happen, but this is not the season two premiere. This is the Christmas special, so it's coming. Oh, wait, question. What is the alternate ending? You know, I didn't finish the original He's ending, so I Jesus Christ. It. I know. I, I, he probably me... just gets out. Here, I will Krampus alternate ending. Um, we have our intern, Jimmy, working double time to pull. Oh, he's got it. Thanks, bud. <laughs> okay, this is not the alternate ending. He just... Jimmy fact-checked a fact I had wrong from like <laughs> 10 minutes ago when I said champ from Anchorman. Uh, our intern Googled champ from Anchorman. His name's David Kochner. Yep. Thanks for checking that fact in a timely manner. Uh, <laughs> this is why we hired you. This is, uh, yeah, this is why people keep coming back. You this know? is also, uh, we just want to thank our sponsors, uh, White Claw. Um, if you want a, a nice refreshing beverage and if you are on keto and even if you have a fever, um, White Claw is the drink for you. I'm already starting to sound better. So thank you to our sponsors that, that pay us a whole lot of money. Um, White Claw, White Claw, White Claw. I got to say this at least 25 more times to get like the, the $5 that they owe us. Um, <laughs> p- please drink White Claw. Oh, please sponsor us. Makes you burp a lot. I mean... They are our sponsor. Already. Okay. You're making it very believable. All right, my bit, my bit is, it's failing. It's, it's failing. Dying. Scanning, scanning. Abort, <laughs> abort. Uh, I am ill. Doing? I don't know what happened. Oh. I 
I it's did party. I did part. Well, I mean, the cats aren't helping, but I partied pretty hard this weekend, and I am not feeling great. Went saw sleep. Um, put a lot of things in my body. Guys, I don't think we're gonna know what this alternate ending is until we watch it. I do have the DVD. Okay, thank God, Aaron's with back. Me. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Good job. I wasn't feeling that. We're time. just gonna have to record. <laughs> Somebody will. I would actually. Here's what I'd like to do. I would like to, before we put out this episode, uh, have Jimmy watch the alternate ending with zero context of, of the film, mm-hmm. and then can we just edit in a bit where he explains the alternate ending? I think that would be fun. Jimmy? Will you watch the, like, the last five minutes of Krampus and just tell the people what it's about? Sure, he says. God bless. I'm going to keep that in and then... And then put it, put it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you, you don't you need to. It. You don't need to. Um, it was good. You'll you'll like it. Don't so, listen to me. Yeah, that is a plot hole. I I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. I think the element that I like about both of these, um, before we move into Gremlins, is I think I don't know. I mean, I love horror comedy, uh, but I think it's also like the fantastical element of the creatures and Krampus. I, I guess they're technically both based in mythology. One of them being an actual myth. The other one being this idea of during world war ii people were saying gremlins were the reason that there were like these aircrafts failing and all these machines during the war um as some famously racist ish characters in gremlins say Mm -hmm. uh you know it's the goddamn foreign cars they put gremlins in them they put gremlins in the tvs you can't these goddamn foreign cars you know he was a veteran so it's like i I get it but it's not racist the gremlins got even anyways it's fine he died yeah. Spoiler, sorry. Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about Gremlins first? Do you guys want to know what the first Gremlins script was like? Or do you just want to sprinkle those interesting start. Timbits in there? <laughs> Timbits. Timbits. It's the new segment, baby. A lot of changes this season. I've got a brand new personality. I'm the heel of the podcast, so I'd like you to go back, <laughs> listen to the first season. Everything that I said, I now believe the opposite, because I think we uh, needed somebody like that. So I need someone more contrarian, so I'm glad. Yes. Hills Have Eyes 2 was the best film I watched all year, um, and Halloween fucking sucks. John Carpenter can suck my dick. Sorry. <laughs> that's not true. We I, don't actually believe you didn't that feel John good Carpenter needs that. to suck Aaron's dick. Yeah, we, <laughs> under no terms is John Carpenter legally obligated to suck on my dick. Uh, but he could right. if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, he could get it. Carpenter could get it. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, we can move on to Gremlins. Um, all in all, Krampus was good. It was. It was fine. You know, I enjoyed it. I'm probably not going to watch it again. But yeah, I'm probably not going to watch it again. Um, I wish I had done a little bit more research on what i was expecting i'm I sure didn't... everybody who ever listened to our podcast wish that same thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> hey the sign's not lit up you ass. <laughs> you ass. oh that's so true anyways i had no idea what to expect i didn't realize it was going to be a comedy and i expected more horror so i should have brought that down a bit knowing that it was a Christmas movie. And I also kind of just had a bad taste in my mouth for it being a Christmas movie. And I was like, oh, fine, okay, I'll watch a Christmas movie. Yeah. I didn't realize we had a Grinch amongst us. That's me. No. The nicest Grinch you'll ever meet. Yeah, you're great. I'm not. (laughs) I'm sorry. 
Katie is not a Grinch. Public apology. Twitter apology. Yeah. <laughs> apology tour. Make that public. <laughs> apology tour. I apologize for the comments made on our December 23rd edition of the podcast. My co-host, Katie Franklin, is not a Grinch. <laughs> She's a wonderful woman with fantastic insights into film. But I still won't apologize telling John Carp- Carpenter to suck my dick. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he knows what he did. <laughs> I will not apologize for this. <laughs> Um, so d- that being said, Katie, did it, Krampus not being what you thought it was going to be, did that change your expectations going into Gremlins at all? Yeah, they were a lot lower. Yep. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, mine were too, and I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. I mean, I really, I liked parts of Krampus. For, for sure. sure. The, like the animation and then the costumes. And yeah. I do like that animation. There was like a little segment well. of, Maybe that was kind of like stop motion stuff yeah like the pup the like paper Coraline mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Coraline. yeah yeah that that part I liked I liked the I thought it fell out monsters. of place I like when the when they do that in movies yeah. it makes it like it needs to be this like, is a story that's being right. told it seems kind of like a cop-out to me but yeah they didn't want to yeah. hire more actors I do feel yeah I was gonna say <laughs> sometimes that kind of thing does feel like rarely does that ever budget, work yeah you know? rarely does that ever work Trying to think but. of a movie. I feel like I just watched a movie that it did work though. Mandy. I thought the, yeah. the animated the little animated shit that they had in that where the what? woman I, I think that had more symbolism than that. That kept coming back, the cartoons. Uh, For sure. I th- I think that that was kind of neat. And that just played into that high fantasy, the eighties high fantasy stuff. And we could talk a little bit about Mandy too at our during the wrap up at the end. Because of the stuff that we saw. Um I, I had one other thing I wanted to point out about Krampus. Oh, um, similar to how I feel about The Fly, which is actually one of my favorite movies. Um, I think I what I like about a movie like this is that it was like a major production. And I don't think movies like this get major productions anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of this. I could see this being like a Netflix film uh, now. But I was surprised Those are that major productions these days. I was surprised that Warner Brothers put money behind this insane movie where there's like Okay, so there's a slug, but it's like a really long slug, right? <laughs> and its jaws open up predator style, and it eats a child. And people were like, "Yeah, all right, like I'll, I'll yeah, throw money great. down on that." That yep. makes me happy, just as like a horror fan, I guess, uh, to see something different come through. I saw Halloween this year, and I loved it. Um, but it's like you could. There's just handfuls of franchises, like sequels and reboots, coming through theaters to see something different like this, something kind of original. It just, I think, it just like. Warms my heart, yeah. Christmas way, you know. It, it was probably the best Christmas movie I've seen. I'll give it that. That's good. Not a Home Alone when? fan. When? Mm-hmm. The best Christmas movie, like yeah, Home Alone. I forgot about Home Alone. Or like <laughs> Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I haven't seen that one in a long time. Whoever or directed that movie can a suck Christmas my dick. Story. <laughs> if you, say, I swear to God. If you say you haven't seen a Christmas story. No, I've seen I that's the one that they play all day. I've seen yeah. that one so many times. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Then. Never mind. I'm forgetting about all of them. It wasn't the best Christmas movie I've it was the best Christmas horror movie I've ever seen. Krampus? Yeah. Christmas horror movie. Yeah, there's not a lot of those. Yep, see? So Gremlins and Black Christmas. Saved it. Pretty much. Black Christmas though. Yeah, Never maybe shit. maybe next year. Forgot Black about Christmas. that one. I like that one more. All right, so, I don't like Krampus. You have, you have I, don't like okay. it. I don't really like this movie. I, guys. I'm trying to say that I like it, but I just didn't like it. I, <laughs> there are parts that I did. And now I for a regular like segment, Richie talking about 
Jim Carrey's The Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> About how what a cinematic masterpiece. All right, it is. guys. It starts in Whoville, right? Oh He's eating an onion like an apple. It's fucking hilarious, <laughs> dude. That movie rules, and I'm gonna go back. It is good. I'm gonna go back and watch that soon because I was also going to. Yeah, well, it's on Netflix now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bitch. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm doing because I mean, oh my god, there's so many. Just I think that was a perfect r- role for Jim Carrey, and I think it. Oh man, yeah. so good. That is one of the, and and did not share the same ill fated or ill fate of the Cat in the Hat movie, the live action Cat in the Hat. Also a cinematic that, masterpiece. No. <laughs> um, but if anything, I mean, that Faith Hill, like, where are you, Christmas? Oh, that's yeah. my sick-ass Faith Hill voice right there. Um, you but, can only do it when you're oh, sick. Yeah, that song's a banger. And that Cindy Lou Who, have you seen her? She's the lead singer of, like, The Pretty Reckless tell me this child now. is sexy oh right now, God. I'm going to flip a table. <laughs> I mean, like, as far she looks like she does heroin and, like, she was I'm not right up your alley. Girl. She does heroin. I don't think she does heroin. But she she's, like, you know, baddie now. Okay. Singer of a singer of a rock, the pretty just like raccoon eye, uh, yeah, eyeliner rac- stuff. Kind of that Courtney Still Love blonde, thing. though. Still blonde. Yeah. I was surprised. Anyway, that was one of the first movies I ever saw in theaters. The Grinch. The Grinch. I saw that. It was that Spider Man and Recess the movie. I don't know which of those came out first, but uh, when he's yelling in the cave and he's like, "I'm an idiot," and then his actor says, "You're an idiot." Uh, <laughs> fucking comic it's a classic gold. bit. Pretty classic. Uh, so bit. Oh, good. We got a fact check coming in. Um, I'm now looking at a picture of her. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's got something going on with those uh, those sunglasses. I can't tell if it's just you can't a whole. Tell if she's wearing sunglasses. It's either sunglasses, it's a lot of eyeshadow, or it's somebody pasted Steve Buscemi's eyes over top of hers. I'm not positive. I want a, a Oh wow, backl- I can't tell. Those yeah. are sunglasses. Is there, is there a subreddit where people just paste Steve Buscemi there eyes? There was a Tumblr that was Steve Buscemi's oh, no. eyes. What was it called Fucking though? There brilliant. was girl. It might have just been girls <laughs> with Steve Buscemi's eyes. Yeah. Definitely brilliant. We're all over the map here. I just watched Big Lebowski the other day. Speaking of, uh, no, we're not. Steve Buscemi. We, we we got talking about Jim Carrey. <laughs> don't don't do this. All right. Well, I'm, Wait, no, I, we got to talk I'm about correcting Gremlins. this fucking thing. Yeah, it's time. As Katie said, it's Gremlins time. Um, your expectations were low. Yes. And how did you feel about Gremlins for the I, first time watching it? I enjoyed it uh, much more than I expected to. Um, definitely felt like an '80s movie. There, I, I really liked the Gremlins, and I also liked Mogwai because he was so fucking was so, adorable. Gizmo is. I just wanted to forever. Uh, well, they're all Mo- they're all Mogwai. Sorry, Gizmo. Gizmo. Gang. I liked Gizmo. He kept saying Mogwai, Mogwai. Oh, yeah. Um, but I then like, it was kind I of like. funny. They all spawned from him, but they were all so different from him, and just they were all raising hell the whole time and they all had like these weird personalities and love to smoke and drink probably would have gotten along with them. Yeah. They, I, th- I thought like all the practical effects were really good. Didn't know it was, uh, Steven, uh, Spielberg was a writer on it. Yes. Which probably lends a whole lot to the credibility of the movie. He produced it, um, <coughs> <coughs> written by Chris Columbus. Um, Christopher you know, Columbus. you know, my boy, Christopher, Christopher Columbus, Columbus. <laughs> Hashtag did nothing wrong. Um, oh. uh, guys, come on. It's a comedy podcast. Come on. It's a, it's a like, comedy. It's fine. He he also wrote. He's uh, not white. 
<laughs> oh. Oh. Turns out our intern is a vehement Italian. <laughs> vehement? I don't know. What does that mean? Vehemently. Vehemently <laughs> Italian. He is violently Italian. Violently Italian. Aren't all Somebody Italians violently me. Italian? Oh, racist. Um, oh. All of you. Each and every one of you. Except I'm for Italian. Me. I'll let that I'm pass. I'm not Italian. I'll let that pass. <laughs> um, same writer as Home Alone and Home Alone 2 and Mrs. Doubtfire and several of the Harry Potter films and Goonies. Wow. Also produced by Steven Spielberg. So that's the first thing that I noticed about this movie is the front half of it definitely feels like a Spielberg film. It's got that like yeah. kind of sense of wonder. It's somewhere between a kid's movie and something that feels like it could be enjoyed by Coming all ages. Age. Yes. Um, so that's one element that I definitely like about it. And something that you mentioned as soon as we were done watching it, even though you hadn't seen it before, is it just feel, it feels nostalgic. Um, mm-hmm. And not just because it's like the 80s or anything, but there is like a sense of like warmth to the, the at least the first half of this movie. It feels like feels like that to me. You yeah, know? movies don't really do that for me anymore these days, like the older movies do. It's just like a nice reminder of how they used I to be. I thought that's what, uh, I think Stranger Things did that for me though. Like that was one of the m- more like recent films. Like even like, when I watch the old it, like the kids, you know, stand by yeah. me kind of shit. Like, I love that, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've seen anything. Not even like the new it movie didn't really do it for yeah, me. Yeah, it was um, different. But I do think that Stranger Things kind of did that a little bit. Kind of maybe like a sense just, of timelessness. Yeah, uh, maybe it's just like the maybe super fuzzy quality of the film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reminds me of TV before HD. And I mean, I mean, yeah, Stranger Things is set in the 80s too. So I don't know if like that nostalgic thing right. comes into play. But I like the kid camaraderie coming of age kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You had that feel, even though it wasn't like centered around kids. Yeah. Um, a big connection was uh, this came out in 1984, I believe the same year as Ghostbusters. And that was something one of the bits I read was that there was a lot of film critics that were saying like horror comedy at that time was on the rise and people were using plot elements that would usually be used to like scare somebody. They were now using those to like make people laugh. Um, there's not like a whole lot of horror in this film, like traditional horror, well, the I mom. don't think. But that scene is filmed like Psycho or something. Mm-hmm. Her, there's you brought up. There's a lot of cool shots in the movie, um, but that scene in particular, there are like diagonal camera angles. Yeah, there, there was a lot of diagonal camera angles. Um, um, her pulling the knife off the table, like slowly walking up the stairs with the oh, knife. Oh yeah. I absolutely yeah, she went full commando in the kitchen. There. Yes, I absolutely love when the Christmas songs they turn on the record player mm-hmm. when she's upstairs. Um, she's just like, yeah, I don't think it was that? more like jump scare, uh, traditional horror, right. or like overly gory. I think most of the horror elements were in the design of the like how disgusting things were. Like, yeah, I, it wasn't I necessarily agree. gory, but it was sickening. You yes, know, that, that's where I think most of the dis- it was just more disturbing. We were definitely, I mean. Also so cute. So fucking cute. I want one. That's what I want for Christmas. A real gremlin. Mogwai. Good luck, Richie. Mogwai. Sorry. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Great. What we mentioned, we haven't done the fly yet, and I'm super excited too, but we've talked um, Cronenberg before. You want to drink, buddy? What would you like? What flavor? Whatever you got. Um, That one. Taking a second to uh, talk about our sponsor, White Claw. Um, 
Uh, it'd be great to bump up our bump up the money that we get for these plugs, or we're gonna switch to truly. We truly will. We got one more sponsor to talk Sorry. about. It is Korean pork rinds. Uh, Korean pork rinds. No brand name, but uh, Korean pork rinds. Love to have some sent to the studio, sent to Katie's apartment. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Don't um, say my address. <laughs> um, our next sponsor is Hims. Uh, <laughs> For when you're watching Gremlins and you still can't get your dick hard. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Why would it? It doesn't need to happen. I don't, I don't know. know. That lady Gremlin was pretty fine. There was a, there was a lady I Gremlin. Don't think there, there was are men a lady and Gremlin. Gremlins. There was the one that was doing the. I'm a man. That doesn't mean it was a woman. Huh? What are you? Fuck? They they don't they think well you said they well, yeah. reproduce so asexually. There is, spoiler in Gremlins two there is definitely a woman Gremlin. With, oh. with, okay. with gremlin boobies. Were you assuming oh. that gremlin's gender? Gremlin titties. N- no. Oh, there she is. Thank you, Jimmy. Our Look at that. Why does the gremlin have tits? Of the female gremlin. All right. Look, they know what the people want. They're all right. This has all been a lead up to our next sponsor, Hymns. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you just want a sample. Well. And that's why you keep talking about Hymns. I would totally eat some okay, for yep, sure. There it is. Guys, what the fuck is Hymns? <laughs> It's well, they make a lot of different things. Uh, I'm glad you asked. I have their plug sheet right here. Um, they they make dick pills and they make hair loss stuff. Um, intern, intern, intern. Um, anyway, sorry, what were you saying? No, there was a when we were talking about the effects of gremlins. There's and and something you said is just like how gross it is when they're like spawning and shit. Yeah. It's bubbly. There's the practical like, effects there's, are really good. Yeah, um, we're getting another page here. All right, there is this Cronenberg quality to it. And we haven't done a Cronenberg movie yet, but like when Stripe goes into the YMCA pool, it's like fog city baby and it lights up green and shit and there's his back's bubbling yeah, and there's, there's balls popping off of it and shit um it's rad yeah it's the, rad I thought, well. i'm repeating myself here but i think the practical practical <laughs> effects are really good and it was a little sickening there was like you know when it's all slimy and stuff like that that just really gets to me the alien... I didn't get hard at all. <laughs> Jesus. You have the hymns to thank for that. The thank eggs you. did remind me of the eggs from Alien, another movie that we have plans to Just as cover very soon. Never seen Alien. Oop. This season, baby. Oh, shit. That one. Spoiler. Exclusive. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> hey, if you're taking care of the Killer Pod Wikipedia, make sure you update that. Uh, Put that on the schedule. But um, I did some research. First timbit of the day. Uh, it was a combination of stop motion and puppeteering. Mm-hmm. Um, the puppets gave them so much trouble, especially the Gizmo puppet, because it was smaller oh. than the other ones. That the yes, scene where was. they're throwing darts at Gizmo, yeah, that was like in apology to the cast and crew because they had so much trouble with the puppet that they demanded <laughs> there be a scene where they get to throw darts at it. Oh, which is that's kind of funny. Fun. They didn't um, even hit him. I hated that. They scene. also had giant versions of the heads for the close up because mm-hmm. the small ones couldn't show enough like range of motion. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Also, this is canon in the novelization of the Gremlins. Um, we find out there's that a novel. There is a novel. There's a novelization. We find out that Mogwai were created by a scientist on an alien planet. 
Um, wow. they, are they do look very alien. Created for their <gasps> gentleness. Have, what are those things called? Uh, from Star Wars. Pork. Oh, the little Ewoks. Pork. Ewoks. Ewoks. Yep. Thank you, Jimmy. Yes. Um, <gasps> Steven Spielberg. Yes. Holy shit. They're related. <laughs> there was okay, also sorry. the little nod to E.T. Yes, there was. Oh, novelization of Gremlins. I said one. Th- my brain is just like fucking one way track the other way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just forcing myself to regurgitate this shit. Um, in the novelization, we find out that the physiology of the Gremlins got fucked up when they were creating them. So only one in ten thousand Gremlins. Again, this is canon. Only one in ten thousand will not turn if exposed to water, and those ones are immortal. But in the novelization, Gizmo apparently talks, and he says to uh, Stripe that he would definitely turn if he was exposed to, or if he ate after midnight. So, mm. wow, they come from the planet Furby. Yes, a big weird Furby connection. Was the Furbies look. I mean, the Furbies had beaks. They are almost the same. Yeah, was there not a copyright infringement somewhere in there? Maybe that's why they added the beak. That they wouldn't well, be the, the same. Yeah, the gremlins had a something that they resembled like no, a monkey. No, they, they just had a yeah. nose and lips. Yeah. It was almost it was like, cute. well, the other thing I learned, another Timbit. Here's another Timbit for you. Just throwing down these Timbits. Sponsor, Timbits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they tried to do it with a monkey before Him they did puppets. Huh? Timbits. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I've been handed a fact sheet on Furbies. Um. <laughs> thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. Gremlins versus Furbies. Wow. Okay. Um. I'll tell you what. I will take a look at this when my brain is pulled together. Um. They tried to use a monkey at first instead of a puppet. Oh, geez. And <laughs> wow. as predicted, the monkey. They put the gremlin mask on the monkey, and the monkey lost its goddamn mind. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, they were like, this is not going to work. So that's when that's they switched so to... That's so surprising. Uh, that's when they switched to puppets. This movie would have been weird if it was live monkeys. Yeah, they just, just have a different body. And, well, yeah, no, it just would have been like... Because then they were actual creatures. They would have moved more smoothly. It would have just been so much more realistic if they had gotten the monkeys to cooperate, obviously. Well, and also, it's like, how would they... What would the gremlins versions of the monkeys look like like not the mogwai mm-hmm. but when they turn and they're all scaly i wonder what they would have even done to make that you know yeah feasible uh but there's a few things that could have made this movie weirder the original script is horrifying as i read originally there was a scene where the mother in the confrontation scene which is my favorite in the movie she that was the best scene Kills Gremlin death by blender, death by microwave. Um, just some cool shit. There was Stabbed actually, uh, death, um, afterwards, critics were worried that kids might get... Microwave their pets. Yeah, might microwave their pets. Oh, because God. Yeah. Which is an urban legend. This movie, I guess, has like ties to several urban legends because apparently that, um, that Santa Claus bit, the speech she gives, apparently that was also an urban legend before it was included in the movie. Which one? The About a guy dressing up as Santa Claus, breaking his neck. Oh, and when rotting. He, her father. Oh, you know, yeah, okay, yeah. Was but Betty, Betty's it was a father. very bizarre scene. They just kind of threw that in there. Yeah. So that <laughs> was had no significance whatsoever. That probably only for the urban legend, right? Yeah, it was brought up as a reason for her to not enjoy the holiday. Yeah. Oh, 
Um, but that was originally studios were like, absolutely not. What the fuck is this? And Steven Spielberg was like, <laughs> Joe Dante was like, no, it's staying. And Steven Spielberg was like, I think we should maybe listen to him this time. It's really weird. And he said, this is like, this encapsulates the whole movie. It's a balance of horror. People don't know whether they're supposed to be horrified or laughing. laughing. Mm-hmm. So he decided to stick it in. And you know what? It's baffling and it's bizarre, but I'm glad it's there because it's a very weird, fun talking point for this movie for people who haven't seen it. You're like, what the fuck did she just say? Yes. Yeah. You know? And then what's his name is looking around, not even listening half the time. Yeah, Gizmo she, shows more emotion. She's pouring her heart yeah. out. Her heart out. Yeah. Oh, whatever. It's fine. The original script featured uh, the mother losing her battle with the gremlins. And as Billy gets home, oh, no. her head gets thrown down the stairs. That would oh, have been, been cool. great. Yeah. Also involved a scene where they ate the dog. The gremlins ate the dog. Mm. Um, and I thought there was... Oh, originally the plot point was Gizmo turned. Gizmo <gasps> turned into Stripe. No. And the only reason that it stayed, thank Christ, because that yeah. would have been yeah. My disappointing. heart would have broken. Um, but the only reason it stayed was because of merchandising. They wanted to make sure that they could sell... Mm-hmm. You know, Gotta have Gizmo. That cute one. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, it's a better movie for it, absolutely. Like the, the but... fucking minions of the eighties. <laughs> Don't you fucking curse on this movie! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, it's like no. suburban suburban white moms just lose their fucking minds over minions. I know that's like a year old meme, but no, I mean no. it's still... no, we still see it around. That's it's real. fine. Which makes it. This has been Even a long year. It might have yeah. been this year. 2018 has lasted at least three years, so. Real yeah. fucking long. Jesus. Almost Fact over. checked. <laughs> Today Jimmy I was considering was um, a Charlie Brown holiday tattoo, like a Christmas tattoo, yeah. and then I realized how close it could be to the Tweety Bird tattoo, the most popular tattoo for moms born in the 1970s. Oh my oh God. No. That was the Minions. Of like the nineties, <laughs> minions tattoos of the, the oh, Tweety God. Bird tattoo. Yeah, are there minions tattoos? <laughs> Just, geez, are there minions tattoos? There has to. There be. There has to be. What Ugh, makes me sad? Minions tattoos. Yeah, I mean suburban white moms so aren't getting. Check. I mean that the minions are the suburban version of the trashy Tweety Bird. Yeah, tattoo. 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 But so the second half. Second half of this movie is totally different than the the front half because it's a lot darker. Um, not a lot of like human violence. I mean, I guess the one dude technically gets murdered by a gremlin. The uh, high school teacher takes a syringe to the ass. Weird. Yeah. And then uh, and then Billy almost gets his throat slit. But other than that, it's a lot more kind of gremlins exploding in microwaves and. All that jazz, Richie. What did you think about this movie? Um, I enjoyed time? it. I mean, I uh, rarely, you know, do I think there's like a pretty solid holiday horror movie. I think that this one, you know, I think this one fits the bill. I think this one did it well. I don't know if it was because Steven Spielberg had a hand in it and just made it all the more. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. He made it all the more like accessible or you know not only is it funny and cute it's disgusting and um oh tom's making noises um (laughs) 
No, I, I really enjoyed it all around. I think this is the kind of movie that is dark enough that if I saw it, I mean, I don't remember when I first saw it, but if I saw this when I was a kid, this is the kind of movie that would make me like horror movies and like want to see more of them because it's not terribly scary it's accessible even for kids but it it has elements of that and uh <laughs> don't blow that at me don't blow your burp at me oh, oh god <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad it's, like a torpedo. it's really bad <laughs> um i love this movie yeah it, it is good i enjoyed it too i enjoyed it more than krampus and I can't, I haven't seen a whole lot of like Christmas horror movies yeah. or, or, or even really holiday horror movies for that matter, like Leprechaun or, or hell, like, oh, yeah, you baby. know, Halloween was like the first, um, horror movie, you know, holiday, holiday horror, horror, kind horror of thing. that I've seen. But this one I think is my favorite so far. Awesome. Um, yeah. what's weird is that this was released in summer. And what? I would, yeah, which I read, and there was a lot of people saying that it should have been released on Christmas. I think my main argument, I mean, it takes place at Christmas, but if that's not enough, the final scene takes place like, I mean, it's a department store, but it's like set up for Christmas. There's like stuff for toys everywhere, yeah. and you know, I don't know. Um, it's not overbearing with the Christmas thing. Maybe that's why it worked for Katie. Yeah, I, don't know. I think it's, that's why. Cause I didn't, it wasn't, I wasn't like a major like, plot point. No, no except for wasn't. him getting the gift. That's like yeah. the only part of it yeah. that's a major plot point. And that's um, what I think I liked about it. There is a sequel that we will have to watch at some point. I'm not sure what we'll pair it with. Gremlins have titties. I'm in. <laughs> I'll be in Slap my room. Some tits on it, and he's there. You're telling me the sequel <laughs> is weird. I told you guys before, but the sequel is like more of a comedy, uh, and it's like an, a very like anti-capitalist film. And it's kind of a parody of the first film, and it's strange. That I have a pitch fun. written. For Gremlins three that I'd like to share at some point, but maybe when we cover I'm the sequel, to watch it. If you say I don't know how they would do that. Yeah, so I'm excited to, to watch it. Um, that being said, we need to rate these movies. Um, we're probably at about forty five minutes. Cool. Let's we'll rate the movies. We'll play the game. And then we'll do a little brief uh, end of the year wrap up. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about our movies and stuff. So let's rate Krampus out of, I don't know, what do we think? Um, Demon gingerbread cookies. Ginger dead men. Ginger dead men. Oh, good one. Glasses of schnapps. Yes. We should have been drinking schnapps this whole time. I fucking hate schnapps. Is that the drink you leave for Krampus? Yeah. Yo, count me the fuck yeah. out. You've never had... <laughs> Miss me with that. I like peach schnapps. She was drinking peppermint schnapps and eggnog. Two things that are like... That's disgusting. Well, no, no. She was drinking schnapps separate. You drink brandy with eggnog. Oh. I don't know what that old woman was drinking. She gave the little kid booze. Yeah. It was the pe- I wasn't was paying the attention is what I'm saying. I okay, understand gotcha. now. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are we rating out of? That or Krampus Bells, but I think Ginger Dead Men's more fun. Ginger Dead Men. Sure. It's and fun to we'll say. We'll just do it out of a traditional uh, traditional five. Out of five Ginger Dead Men. Ginger Dead Men. Give Krampus 2.5 Ginger Dead Men out of five. And I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not a bad rating. No. That's fair. It's average. Aaron was giving me a blank stare. No, I was thinking because I think we usually actually rate both movies out of the same thing. 
No, we have the sa- <laughs> we have the same scale. Well, no, it's usually the same thing because they're sequels. It's sequels. So let's think of something combined or just something better than Ginger Dead Man because there's way more memorable shit in Gremlins. Um, let's rate them out of. This is an arbitrary thing. It matters to me. <laughs> this is canon, so we need to be precise. This is legacy building. <laughs> Let's read it out of uh, Gremlin Titties. That doesn't relate to both. Just saying. It doesn't relate to either, actually, <laughs> but, but I think that makes it better. I think it's already on the brain at this point. Yeah, um, out of pairs of Gremlin Titties. So, so would you would, be it would be out of 10 titties of total. 10, ten titties ten total. 10 scaly green titties. <laughs> Uh, all right. So you would give five yes, gremlin titties five. to Krampus. Yes. And to gremlins. I would give seven, seven gremlin titties. Yep. Very fair. Yep. Um, I guess if I'm doing the same thing, um, I would give Krampus probably like a 4.5 out of 10. Uh, no. I'd give it a five. It wasn't a bad movie. I didn't. I didn't hate it. It was good. It, it was worth it. Something to enjoy while it's on, and then kind yeah, of don't think yeah. about it again. It is not. Mm-hmm. It is definitely not the worst holiday horror movie out there by any means. Um, I would say that I'd give Gremlins. I'd give Gremlins like a seven point five, for sure. I That's think it was. Fine. It was a good movie. One of the better holiday horror movies. Good on the gore, good on the fun, good on the cuteness. It was good. Nostalgia was good. Yeah. Um, I think Krampus, as far as Krampus being a movie that's almost like a some kind of spiritual successor to Gremlins or some kind of, it's, it's comes from those roots or whatever, um, Krampus is fun to look at and it's fun to watch. You're not going to really think twice about it, but the creature design is cool and the cast is cool. So... I would probably give it seven gremlin titties. I like this movie. It makes me happy. It's not a great film or anything, but um, as far as gremlins goes, uh, there were, I read some things about the themes. Somebody brought up that it they're like it's a criticism of Western civilization. Look at them; they're devouring food and they're indulging in all of these, uh, you know these pleasures, these, these hedonistic pleasures, they're enjoying Disney films. But I was like, fuck Steven that Spielberg. Nerd. Yeah. Fuck that nerd. Steven Spielberg produced this. He makes blockbusters all the time. I was like, is this really a movie making those criticisms? It's interesting. Cause I do think the second one does, but I love this movie. Um, also it just makes me very happy. And this one, I do think there's more to be had, even if it's not like the best movie ever made. I think that there's something you take away from this, Makes you feel warm, makes you appreciate the holiday. For that reason, I'm going to give this film nine gremlin titties. All right. Nine gremlin titties. Does that be four and a half? Yeah. 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 Nine scaly green gremlin titties. Um, guys, it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. Wait, you forgot to read Krampus. I gave it seven titties. Oh. I said my piece about Did the titties. I you missed it. Sorry. Did you just check out there for a little bit? <laughs> I just checked. I'm sorry. It's been a, been working a lot. A little it's sleepy. Um, what do you guys think Krampus has on Rotten Tomatoes? Mm. I'm going to give it a 50%. I was going to say 53. Katie Franklin. Yes. 
you have won this round of the Rotten Tomatoes game. What is it? It is 66%. Ooh. Wow. Certified fresh. Wow. Now, Gremlins. That got better than House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes, it did. I'm going to give... I will say mixed reception upon release, but has garnered what, kind of cult percentage? and critical acclaim. Yeah, it's the Rotten Tomato score. Woof. I checked out for a second. You okay. said an answer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... Yeah. Cut that out. I would give Gremlins... Zancast. I'm not giving Gremlins anything. I'm sick. I'm starting to get a little drunk. No, what do you think the Rotten Tomato score is? For Gremlins. Yeah. I'm going to say 84%. I'm going to say 71%. Katie Franklin. Yes. You have lost this round oh, no. of the Rotten Tomatoes game. It is 84%. What? Or 85, excuse me. 85. Son of a bitch. Wow. Son of a bitch. It is 85%. That's nice. a lot. Um, yeah. Shocking. Yeah. People were mixed on that movie when it came out. We there, did get a definitely. review that said we're really bad at guessing Rotten Tomato scores, which is definitely true. Yeah. You got it spot on once, though. One time, yeah. Oh, we should have done a three, a three-way game because we have an intern to do the. We could have yeah, fucked this we up. We can pick a different movie. All right. Well, I guess you're just gonna year. have to come to another one, pal, friendo. That's fine. Jimmy lives with me now. So he, he's he's intern. trapped. He's, he's our intern, Forever no matter what. And ever and unpaid ever. college credit. Um, <laughs> Still pay the rent, motherfucker. It's the end of the year. It's gonna be the last episode of the year, and I'm super excited to start recording season two. Um, let's just talk about we'll, the movies we watch for the I podcast. Promise that we'll do better. Yeah, yes, we'll, we'll I get promise it together. that we'll get it together. We're all moving, and we'll all. We'll make sure to make the podcast a priority. And to get better at it. Oh, there's a Furby thing I got to check out. Furby had to pay Gremlins a bunch of money? Oh, shit. Because it was almost the exact same thing. Let's see here. Yeah, probably at the time. You knocked that microphone. I also... uh, exited the oh here we go um let's see real quick they had to pay 10 million dollars over the design of furby furby had to pay warner brothers 10 million that's for the redesign that's a lot of money it's a lot of money i wish someone would rip me off and then pay me for copyright infringement Sure. It's not going to happen, but... Rip your art off? Yeah, that'd be cool. Rip your arm off? No, it wouldn't be cool. Um, Stop throwing shit around the fucking computer. Let's talk about the movies we watched for the podcast this year, and then the horror movies that we just saw, or the movies that we saw this year. All right, we're going to talk about the movies that we saw this year. Horror and not things that made an impression on us. And... um. You know, I think there's a lot of them. And Aaron, why don't you start? Let's see. As far as the podcast goes, I'm trying to think about... Man, I love Gremlins. I'm trying to think about what my favorite movie I, that we watch for the podcast. Oh, that's not what I said, but yeah, absolutely. What's well, the favorite... What's, what's those the are fa- technically movies I watched this year. That's true. What is the favorite movie that you've watched so far for the podcast? I think the favorite movie that I watched so far from the podcast... 
got to run through Pet Cemetery, Hills of Eyes, Texas Chainsaw, House of a Thousand Corpses, Halloween, and then Gremlins. And Devil's Rejects. And Devil's Rejects. It's going to be a tie between Halloween and Gremlins. Um, really? If I have to pick one, probably Halloween's the better movie. Hmm. Probably. But Gremlins has a special place in my heart. Um, Hills Have Eyes easily, like, the worst 90 minutes. Uh, it all connects because our friend, an intern, was there to watch Hills Have Eyes 2 with mm-hmm. us. That was his interview process. He yes. made it through. Um, he made it through the movie. So, But um, as far as movies that I saw this year, and horror Ooh. in particular, I started off my living in Pittsburgh by going to see Hereditary with everybody. Yeah, we all, mm-hmm. we all saw, saw that together. Scarred for life. That was a great movie. Definitely left a mark. Definitely left yeah. an impression. Not a movie that I could just throw on. Before we started this podcast, I didn't really even watch horror movies, and that was like the introduction. It was almost like after we saw that, it was like Kinda, when we started talking about doing the podcast, yeah. and it was... Uh, yeah, that movie freaked me out. It's been a long time since I've seen something that um, really, like, I don't want to say scared, like, jump scares, um, jump scares are one thing, those things always scare me, but to have something that had, like, almost no jump scares and still be like, wow, what the fuck, you know, yeah. that that that's pretty special, and I think I had the same thing happen, another movie I saw this year was The Black Coat's Daughter. That was another movie. Shit, that's right. That I thought was really good. Um, it had a lot of similar elements to Hereditary. It was just kind of like that dread, the the uh, thick with dread atmosphere. I love movies like that. The Anxiety. Witch. Yeah, I mean, I mean that those are all A twenty four, but um, they are, aren't they? They are. Yeah. <laughs> Which we might. We were talking about doing a A twenty four. A24 podcast uh, just to talk about the A24 horror because I think that's a that's a studio that's what your mouth I, I'm having trouble breathing can I get some whiskey oh, um, I think that A24 is a, a really interesting studio that's putting out a lot of like really good content in the past few years you know even so, so even some like really uh, Katie and I watched uh, The Lobster and uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. That was the I other th- one. Yeah. I think they're putting out some really interesting movies. Even, you know, some don't quite hit as well as others. You know, some of them miss the mark a little bit, but I think that the ideas are very good. You know, I think we're getting away from like, I don't know. It, it, there have always been like independent films and things like that, but I, I feel like there's more money for these directors to put out some really interesting stuff like i don't i think like we're you know usually you had to like search to find uh, a movie that was uh you know a little more avant-garde or surreal or anything like that mm-hmm. but i think like a studio like a24 is is putting out these thought-provoking movies um you know they're on amazon prime and they're they're accessible and they're not making a lot of money at the box office, you know. Hereditary right. was their highest grossing film besides Lady Bird, which I still have never seen. But, oh, I wanted to see that one yeah, too. But I still think that, um, you know, there's more money for these things now, and they don't need to make a lot of money. You know, when you put five million into a movie, right? You know, um, I Killing of a Sacred Deer is on my list. This isn't horror related, but since we're talking a twenty four, did you guys enjoy the lobster? I did. Yeah. There's really no purpose for it. Right. It's kind of one of those movies. But if you go into it feeling like <laughs> knowing that, I guess like it's more just enjoy the ride. 
you know i don't think there's any like maybe i haven't dug into it but greater social commentary on it it's just kind of like i think it was just um relationships you know relationships and dread needing needing to find someone and then just being paired off and then if you don't you just you turn into an animal it's like pressure and and getting you know maybe it's like getting older and um the old maid yeah like you're losing your chances the older you get but but the thing is i don't think it was like that deep you know like you can look at it for you can look at and and that that, those are that is good a good place to start that's a good they just took the idea and just went like very extreme with it not extreme the movie wasn't extreme by any means but the idea was extreme i mean it is a little like terrifying when you think about it they had to you know figure out you know pick an animal and that's what you become and there's no other way right you know, and that's kind of scary and that is all you know harkens back to like you got to find somebody or you're going to lose your chances and you're just going to die alone excuse me but that's not really how it is and a lot of people went into that movie expecting <laughs> to see you know I don't know what they were expecting to see, but they were. Uh, I know that a lot of people were upset with that movie. And yeah, I don't think, polarizing is yeah. for sure the word for it, and that's like why I was curious about your guys' thoughts because I have friends that hated it. Did um, you see it? No, it's on my Netflix list now because it's on Netflix, and that. But movies like that draw me in. I think more than movies that are like universally beloved. Or and something. you didn't like the Black Coat's Daughter, right? When I first watched it, um, I did not like it very much, and it wasn't. It wasn't a problem with the pacing or anything because I don't have like a. Typically, I don't have a hard time with that kind of thing, but you guys enjoying it as much as you did definitely makes me want to revisit it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there was some talk about doing that yeah, for the podcast. That, I thought you that know. was a great movie, and you can definitely uh, see like a lot of the things that worked in that movie they did for Hereditary. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like a lot of the things they got right. They did with Hereditary. Like a lot they of things. did it with The Witch, too. They did, oh, yeah. They're very, like, you can we tell revisited, in A24 Yeah, movie. we revisited The Witch, and I think that might actually be the first episode of our next season. Spoiler! Um, we're probably gonna bing, do, bing, we're bing. probably going to do the, the Witch. It's just so information-heavy, and we promise that we will do our research. Yes. Yeah. The, we're we're, gonna get we're turning right. over a new leaf. Get new it right. Year, yeah. Get it right. Get new it right. Year, new right. podcast. Pod. Now, boom. We're not just gonna ramble like we have booty. been for six episodes. Get it together and bring it back to me. You just you're just going with it. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, there was a there was an A24 movie, a horror movie that just came out that I would mm-hmm. like to see, and maybe not for the podcast. I don't know. It's called Slice. Um, this is a Chance the Rapper involved movie. It's a horror comedy that has Paul Shear about a werewolf pizza delivery man. Okay. Um, a lot's going on there. I think, though, the other thing that's interesting, and especially with the podcast, is that I am a... I think my kind of horror, a lot of times, is horror comedy. Things that have kind of a laugh to it. Mm-hmm. or It's like Hereditary was an amazing movie, and probably, by all measures, like the best horror movie I've seen all year. But I enjoyed Halloween more, and I think it's because I could probably watch that Halloween movie anytime like i don't have to be in a mood for it it's very straightforward it's a slasher it respects the original ones Mm -hmm. um it was fun to watch it was fun to revisit those characters and it's not a super dark gritty movie it's not like these you know it's not like the texas chainsaw massacre remake or these remakes that were like we got to be darker we got to be grittier it was just kind of a an homage to the original films and something that took it a little bit further it's easier for me to watch that than to watch 
hereditary because hereditary is just so dense and dark and like visceral and stuff yeah and terrifying (laughs) um so maybe that's just my kind of horror maybe that might explain why the black coat's daughter wasn't kind of rubbed me in a weird way but i am excited to watch it again and we'll talk more about those whenever we do get around to the a24 horror definitely i feel like the at least the other one we need to touch on one last one um and that's mandy because this is the movie that like everybody's talking about right now as far as horror films go there were everybody was talking about it like a month ago yeah well (laughs) two months ago it's still making like oh yeah absolutely well it came out Mm -hmm. this year and um It it wasn't too long ago yeah yeah great i really enjoyed it i mean I was telling Aaron earlier, like, I don't think the plot is very deep. It's a very simple revenge movie. Um, but the style was really good. It was between the, like, the 70s, uh, you know, trippy kind of grindhouse movies added with this, like, 80s high fantasy kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah, very Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. The font, the one it announces, like, the setting. Even, like, Heavy Metal, the movie, the cartoon movie. It's very much... Big agree on that. Yeah. I got that vibe. That's, you know, they had the little cuts to the the animation was very 80s, very high fantasy. I want to rewatch that one because I feel like I was, was very distracted by how different it was visually that, like... I yeah, didn't we'll get to pick up on anything. Yeah. Well, not anything. That might but even everything. be one um, little peek behind the curtain. Um, we might do a cage match for the Nicolas Cage horror films that were released this year at some point. Ooh. That Mandy is one that I would also like to watch again. The other movie is Mom and Dad. Um, oh, Mom and Dad. That was loved a, that. Yeah, was a that great, was fun. That was fantastic. Just so Very much different fun. from Mandy, but it's just yeah. still a fucking roller coaster ride but, but old nick cage was fantastic yeah in that movie i want to watch mandy again because honestly i had no idea how i felt about it afterwards and not really in a bad like i knew that it was i was like that was good and i liked that i think going in i was a little skeptical because there were people on the forum that i write for that just like would not shut up about how good this movie was and i was like all right i get it you know it's different the visuals are cool whatever um but Uh, when i watched it a trippy movie i've seen a million of these right but when i watched it it was obviously that it is more than that um it's like you said it's not super deep but it's it is more than just it's like visual presentation have you ever heard of beyond the black rainbow that is the director's first film right right and i heard i heard that it was pretty good but not quite as good as mandy i believe that that may be on prime huh so Maybe, or maybe... Interesting to see how it compares to Mandy. Yeah, maybe instead of a cage... If only we had a podcast where we could compare (laughs) two films that followed each other. It all fucking comes around. Guys, I think that that's probably about it for our our little Christmas special. Real quick, though. I wanted to talk about how we just watched... Oh, the two, first, the two Ace Ventura movies. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, we we did that. Uh, We revisited Ace Ventura, and uh, wow... Okay, I as a kid, you know, I didn't know about transphobia until <laughs> until at least yeah, three months ago. So like, <laughs> I didn't know anything about transphobia until like it, it, like July of this year. No, I'm just kidding. That movie's transphobic as fuck. And like, I mean that. And I was I was looking into it a little bit, and um, there was actually it's, it's nice to hear that a lot of publications i think the new york times put out um an article that was just like 
how did this happen? Like the, <laughs> this movie is so homophobic and transphobic that it's like... It, yeah, it, way it, back it, when. And that was in 91 yeah, or whatever, 90s. 93. And uh, that's kind of nice to hear. But um, holy cow. I mean, you go back and I just like saying this on the podcast, like when she's tucking the, her dick and balls behind their pants. and he, I mean, th- that in itself is mind-blowing to even have in a movie. Um, and also when well, like f- stripping her down. Oh yeah. Yeah. In front of everyone. Oh my God. And when, after he finds out, she, uh, you know, she was Finkel or whatever. Oh, that she um, was a man. Yeah. Uh, he's got the plunger, you know, it's like kissing a, kissing a man is like the worst thing you can right, ever you do. Can you know, never be. he's like, well, he's chewing. He keeps putting, he's gum got in his mouth the giant, and, like big water. And I mean, gum. it is funny but right. it's like so bad it's very and, and, insensitive and, and, and <laughs> it is and then and then we were like oh man you know that was really bad like that was so bad and then we watched Let's watch the, number two then we watched yeah. the second one also not great very kind of racist <laughs> yeah definitely. is that like african yeah, yeah they, go, they go yeah. to africa and the like they're just like oh they hawk loogies on each other to say they like each other you know stuff like that is just unreal you know and i mean absurd it is and uh i don't know how i i can't i feel bad for saying that i had a good time watching them well that's (laughs) no because here's i watched scary movie three last weekend which Mm. i love it's my favorite scary movie um we should do a podcast about problematic comedies Comedy instead yeah and how much should. we love them uh, <laughs> leslie nielsen fucking grandfather of i mean i just love everything he, he's so funny and but in this i mean some of the humor in this movie he's the president and oh. he's meeting uh native, sorry that was leslie nielsen peeing out of his finger oh yeah my bad he, sorry <laughs> when he meets the native american tribe at the white house he says hey how are you hey how are you? I, I know i mean <laughs> I, right. it's and it, it, it is it's like it's it's funny like i'm sorry it, i'm sorry it is funny and you laugh at it and then you're like how the fuck did they like okay this was like they let that 2005 mm-hmm. you know what i mean like how is this okay um a and, lot of things have yeah. changed the, the climate has changed yeah after 2010 everything just kind of yeah you can't shifted. make fun of anybody anymore <laughs> nope you can't say racist yeah. shit anymore like you used to this fucking sucks <laughs> kidding i'm absolutely joking um, oh right like people would believe like yeah yeah that that was yeah like that hat. was just <laughs> that is the persona that yeah um that's me i oh i only watch ace venture a motherfucker um no that, that is that's a anyway i just had to bring that up because yeah. it was like if you have ever you know all you sjw's out there you cucks you, you go back and watch ace ventura and be horrified <laughs> like i was <laughs> It but was, the tall man makes his ass talk. <laughs> now that's fucking. I don't care who you are. That's fucking funny. All right. All right. Spread them. All right. No. Oh, oh my god. god, guys, it's been a journey. But thank you for uh, joining us for our Christmas special. We love you. you. We appreciate you, and yes. we are excited to uh, to talk to we you. We will one. start early next year. Yes. We which will. I guess is in less than a month. Oh, um, boy. Oh, the well, longest year ever is going to end soon. 
So we live excited. in a hell. This has been a hell yeah. year and a hell world, and <sighs> hopefully we can get it. We can get through it together. Aww. So stop being shitty to each other, you fucking pieces of shit. You sacks of shit. I'm so tired of it. Jimbo, you wow. got your work cut out for you. <laughs> Jimmy, stop being a sack of shit. <laughs> no, right, guys. but the, yeah, thanks for listening. I think he's if projecting. You made it. It's okay. <laughs> we got something to say to no, I'm just I am projecting. I'm very insecure. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where is this just, going? Just, I don't know. I'm rambling right now. I'm trying to fill time because yeah. Aaron's not talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we're pretty much closing it out. We did. We surpassed Thanksgiving, but I just want to say thanks for doing the podcast with me, guys. I'm thankful for your uh, patience and understanding and your uh, your enthusiasm to do this with me. I had a lot of fun this year mm-hmm. doing it. So... Um, and also, I watched Thanks Killing, and it was fucking atrocious. We yes, will talk yes, about that someday. <laughs> um, You're welcome. If you want to follow me, you can follow <laughs> me. A little delayed. <laughs> You're welcome. Just like a minute later. God. You're welcome. You're so slow. <laughs> if you want to follow me on, there's a Twitter. word for that. <laughs> I don't. We're gonna this, be good. Just like the year, this podcast won't fucking end. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here. Hellcast. Hellcast, it never ends. Follow me on Twitter at avmook. You can also follow the podcast at the Killer Pod, Killer Space Pod, Killer. Sp- Holy fuck! It's been too long. Yeah, edit- repeat it. Yeah, uh- <laughs> I'll cut it. I did not get the Twitter handle wrong the first time. You can follow us on Twitter at Killer Space Pod. You can also follow us on Instagram at Killer Space Pod. Yep. You can follow me at Wall of Sound on Twitter or Parmageddon on Instagram. I wouldn't recommend it, though. I guess you can follow me on Twitter as she looks up her Twitter once again. <laughs> You're so bad at Twitter. <laughs> I have not Franklin changed it 42. yet. I don't use... I know. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I don't really use Instagram You'll figure either. out a way to do it. And last <sighs> time, I'll plug this. If you want to leave us a five-star review on iTunes, we yes, promise please give us a five-star review. we will read That'd it be cool. on the season nice two Christmas premiere. Christmas present. That'd no be matter what Christmas you say. Present. So fucking dish on us. Cancel us. Do your worst. Give us, a, give us some comments. That'll give us some more visibility. And if anybody wants to sponsor us, that'd be great, especially dick pills. Um, that'd be tight. Um, dick pills and hard sensor and uh, and white claw, hard seltzer, or truly Korean pork grinds. All right, thanks, guys. Bye, fuckers. That's your line. Bye, fucker.